BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome back to Chairshot NFL. You can follow us at Chairshot NFL. My name is PC Tony. I am joined, as always, by If It Makes Sense, He's Gonna Have the Dollars for You. It is Ray Cash. I don't know how I feel about that. That Sorry. intro. I want. Can you redo it? Can we redo the intro just for me, please? Just live on air. Just this. This. This professional. Everyday yeah. thing. Just yeah. We'll do it like this. Hold on. We got to hear like here. There I like what I did the first time for me though. But welcome back. <laughs> you got to do this. The chair shot NFL. <laughs> You can follow us at Chairshot NFL. My name is Howard Kelsey. My name is PC Tunney. It's Chairshot NFL. Ray Cash is with me. He's making hey, money. Work, you know? He makes sense. He makes money. Dollars. I don't know. REY is Mysterio. C-A-S-H is in dollars? I mean, that's the... You're frozen. Ray froze on us. We'll get him back. I... Firmly believe he will come back. He will not be Han Solo. There he is. That's the what, Ray. Go ahead. Say that over again. 
You didn't hear nothing I said? You froze. You Han Solo. People, you were in the wall. Them people after me. The people are after me today. Oy vey. What kind of people? Who's after you? Them people. You know what I mean. <laughs> them people be after Ray Cash. Breaking news. Breaking news. No, I'm good, man. I'm good. It's good to be back. Uh, we have missed y'all as a show. For sure. As a record label and as a motherfucking crew. Um, happy New Year. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Christmas. Happy Festivus. Happy motherfuckers ain't had shit to do because they had two weeks off. I hope you have a time. Hope you had a tip top tat. Maybe if you were lucky, you won a scooter <laughs> or a Vespa. Um, um, Ramadan's around the corner, so so good luck with. Shout out to that. Like, hey, yeah. we here, baby. We in. We start, in the thing. Start eating and storing away that fat like a squirrel for Ramadan, because I know you can't can't eat during that, right? That's a fasting. Right. Um, well, it's 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 a time period. You don't eat while the sun is up. So, so they can night? eat at night. Oh, that's bad for you, though. It is, but it's it's you know, I'm man. It's, just yeah, I I'm not I'm. Yeah, it is bad for you, but I'm not. I'm just saying. I'm sure it'll be fine. Well, I mean, they've been doing this shit since the beginning of time, my brother. So I'm pretty sure they done figured this shit out. <laughs> that's a true story. That's a true story. I cannot um, I cannot argue with you with you on that. By the whatsoever. way, yes, sir. Shout out to my good friend um, Rick from the Ricky and Clive show. Okay. Um, he put me on to the yeah. big fe- feast for Eid is like a big goat feast. Yeah. So shout out to all y'all out there eating that goat. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of goats, Ray, so Ray, yeah, Ray wanted to shout out to Ricky and say fuck you, Clive. By the way. Um, what, well, well, no, Clive's what? my favorite. Oh, but just shout out to Clive. You're, <laughs> <laughs> boy, no, we're gonna take back some of them yeah, dollars because you ain't making sense no more. <laughs> shout out to Rick and Clive. There you go. But speaking of goats, though, see, see, look, hashtag journalism, baby. Oh, I've been back goodness. in the game a whole fifteen minutes. Yeah, and I'm already killing them with the journalistic integrity ishness. That's a valid phrase. Perfectly cromulent. If you can figure out what cromulent means, there's a crisp fifty dollar bill in it for you. I don't even want the money, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, you brought up hashtag journalism. It reminds me to let everybody know before we get started to head on over to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick yourself up a chair shot t-shirt. I don't know if the promo code New Year is still working, but give it a whirl. They're not going to penalize you for putting in the wrong promo code at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. I'm sure you got some cash for the holidays from your relatives or whoever. Maybe you got a bonus check or whatever. Or you got an extra couple bucks sitting around. Get the t-shirt in soft style. It's only five more dollars. That's ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Ray Cash, PC Tunney, Chair Shot NFL right here. Chair Shot Radio Network on all of your favorite streaming platforms. And TheChairShot.com where we remind you to always use your head. We'll be back. I guarantee it. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Welcome back. PC Tony Ray Cash here with you on a ChairShot NFL wild card super 
playoff weekend preview. I know Ray is looking forward to it. I am looking forward to it as a non-biased fan. Yes, Ray. Real quick. Yes, Ray. Forgive me. I haven't been on the mic in a minute, so there's going to be a lot of irreverence today. I yes. apologize in advance. Yes, Ray. The next, I love when people say, uh, I'll be back. We'll be back right to this message. I guarantee it. The next time, we should just like end the podcast after that. Yeah. And be yeah. like, well, well, we never can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can. I can. I could I could put a piece of shit in a box and slap a guarantee on it, but the only thing you're gonna have is a guaranteed piece of shit. Go do the guarantee. Go to the commercial. After the commercials are over, in podcast. All right, I'll come up um, with a yes. better. I'll come up with a better one for our next commercial break. How's that? No, it's it's good. No, I just, no, I, I just no. Clearly, you've dick. been insulted, and I need to step up my game. <laughs> You challenged me to a duel, young man, uh, and I don't appreciate it. Challenge accepted. All right. Um, let, yeah, let, how do you feel about being a... Non-biased uh, fan? Biased Yeah, like a... Like I a, was expecting yeah. to be. I was expecting to be. So, hmm. regardless of the fact that they got to the point where they had a game they should have won in a situation that they were in, whatever. It is what it is. I mean, I'm very conditioned to losing at the end of the year with a good team. So, I mean, it was a, it, I would say the previous three seasons as a Packer fan were successes. This was, this was a failure. Yeah. But yeah. Cause y'all were, came into the season as a, um, a, well, you go one of the guys who you, were expected listen, to compete you, for the, you only had to win team. one more game to get into the playoffs. You lost, you, De- lost you lost to the kneecaps guy. You lost to Detroit twice. Okay. You lost That's to Detroit right, twice. Detroit. You lost to the Giants in a game you were up by double digits. You lost to the Jets in a game you were up by a touchdown. You lost to the Commanders in a game by which you were up by double digits. It's a lot of games. And I'm not even throwing in the Titans game on top of that, right? There isn't a lot of games that the Packers should have lost if Aaron Rodgers would have played like Aaron Rodgers or this defense would have been anywhere near what they were supposed to be. Now, granted, injuries happened again, but we've talked far too long about the Green Bay Packers. On this show, just one one more question, quick, real fast. Give me a quick answer since you since we're done with that. Do you want Aaron to come back? Yes or no? Oh, of course. Yeah, okay. I would like them to get in a little bit better shape with his arm and his accuracy and in touch with his receivers. But yeah, um, I'm okay either way though because that's 60 million in cap space um, or a high, very high percentage of that, considering he would likely have to retire. Um, that's okay. a lot of talent you can bring in, but. I'd rather have the great quarterback and pay him and figure it out from there. Um, all right. 2023 playoff preview. We got three days of playoffs now this year. I don't believe there was a Monday night football playoff game last year. Last year, I think, was the first year. Did they do it last year? I, I don't know. They did. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm an idiot. Stack um, guy. Check that out for us. Yeah. Get back to us, stack guy. The f- we don't have like- a stack guy. Oh, we don't? Oh, I thought he was invisible. I thought he was the one that won the um, Halloween Battle Royal at BCW, the Invisible Man. Anyway, uh, let's talk about the Saturday. <laughs> out to the Invisible yeah. Man in the Invisible Stand. I like yeah. it. Uh, Saturday afternoon, I believe 4.30 Eastern time, the Seattle yes. Seahawks will be heading south to take on the 49ers. The 49ers are nine and a half point favorites with an over under of 42 and one half points. Ray 
Brock Purdy is 7-0 and with 13 touchdowns and four interceptions. I mean, you couldn't have even got odds on that in Vegas. Like, they'd have been like, just, yeah, we'll give you the hotel if he does that. I don't know what to make of the kid. He's surrounded because by a great team, yeah. He's on a great team. Garoppolo is a guy who's limited, but they win. Um, and we've seen guys come in, and not as unknown as Brock Purdy, but you know Nick Mullins has come in and had some good moments. We've seen uh, Cole McCoy's had been a backup for a while and had good moments. Um, we've seen Matt Castle made a hit, made a career out of this. Like we've seen some backups and some third stringers have some good strings, some, a good string. Uh, Mr. Mr. Packer, what's your boy um, uh, Matt Flynn got a career off of being a one, good backup? He got a career off of one game where he threw six touchdowns against Seattle, I think. One hundred percent. So, I, but I don't know what, make, what to make of the kid because he looks really good. I. A lot of people said Stetson Bennett is the college version of Brock Purdy. That's like you can compare those two guys, right? And Bennett's on a good team, and Purdy's on a pretty good team. I had to do that. Um, well, that's hilarious, by the way. And party, but it's cool because party grew up watching Stetson Bennett play college football. I <laughs> let's put it, the, yeah, yeah. Fucking Stetson Bennett's old, man. He, what is he? Forty-two. He's a year older than I am, I think. Um, Something like that. Yeah. No, he's twenty. But a freshman, baby. I, I didn't know he was twenty-five. Honestly, I heard that, and I'm like, okay, yeah. That those three years of three, four or three years of maturity, fucking definitely help that position let me tell you mm-hmm. um i is it crazy to think that if the 49ers make it to the nfc championship game brock purdy's their starting quarterback next year no matter what happens with garoppolo or trey lance it's not happening trey lance really has too much talent and they, i don't know and they, they moved mountains to get him as a first round pick. so they, what no, so what they win the super bowl it. he's their fucking quarterback right well, that's a different conversation. Is it? It's only one. It's only. Well, I guess that'd be two more wins. What if he makes it to the Super Bowl? Rex Grossman, bro. That making it to Trent Dilfer, Brad Johnson. Brad Johnson. Lots of players. Want, lots of well, all right. Well, Many I, have man, lost. I'm telling you. I don't know, man. I Look, okay. So at the very least, Garoppolo's gone regardless. Because now, worst case scenario, they know they got a guy that can back them up and spot With, start when they need if they wanted, so Garoppolo's yeah. gone. Okay. Best case scenario, you have a legitimate training camp um, battle between Trey Lance and Brock Purdy. I think it's Brock Purdy's job now. I think I I don't think he can't do the things that Trey Lance can do though. It doesn't matter. I don't think they lose this game, and I think that one playoff win. I mean, that's just me. That's my opinion. You got your. I mean, I respect your opinion one hundred percent. Um, who knows? The other two guys just like injury prone. Well, I'm I'm not gonna give Trey Lance the the title of injury prone because his first Garoppolo though, right? game blank got hurt. Garoppolo. If he gets hurt again, maybe Garoppolo's injury prone. Okay. One hundred percent. Yes. Okay. But Garoppolo's also yeah he look like he looks like a GQ model, but he's also like sneakily like thirty thirty one. He's an older dude. Garoppolo back to New England next year. I, I mean, I what Mac Jones ain't it. I like Mac. I like Mac a lot. I don't think he's the guy there, so why not? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? 
So talk to me about Seattle. Geno Smith doing one hell of a fucking job on a guy who was written off and everything else, and we know the quote. Well, he ain't right back. Yeah, and what a great <laughs> he quote. He ain't right back, though. Um, a lot of good young talent on this team. Very good wide receivers. The defense Kenneth is... Walker. The defense, yeah. The, the excellent year at running back. Maybe rookie of the year. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Running away with it. The defense not as great as it was. Nine and a half point underdogs. Disrespectful here? Normally, so you know my, my thought process is 10, get 10 points or they're more. Right under the, they're right under the Ray Cash disrespectful threshold. 100%. But I think in the playoffs, seven or more disrespectful because to get there. However, the Seahawks aren't, a, they didn't, I don't say they didn't earn the playoffs because they did clearly, but they snuck in back door because the Packers didn't do their job. No, no disrespect. None taken. So, so I, I, I think it's fair given the potency of both sides of the field. In fact, all three sides, because their special teams is good too. But think about it. Even if they're not putting even if the Niners aren't putting up thirty points, they're holding you to fifteen. Yeah. I mean, even if you want to call all things equal up until the defenses, it, it the Niners defense is just so much better than Seattle's. You have to figure it's going to be hard for the Seattle to score more than 20 points. And you got to figure that Niners offense is moving right along right now. Uh, healthy in the backfield. Christian McCaffrey has been excellent in Kyle, Can- Kyle Shanahan's scheme. You've got to figure they're scoring 24 to 30 on a bad day with, you know, barring a, a boatload of turnovers. So and am I saying it can't be done? Am I going to be super surprised if Seattle pulls off the upset? No, because it's a divisional game. Anything can happen mm-hmm. there. They've already seen each other a lot, but I got to go with the Niners here. I got to go with them covering too, Ray. I think they're going to win by double digits. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I wouldn't be surprised if it is, though. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I feel like it's going to be at least a two-touchdown victory for the 49ers, and I'll, I'll take the over just because I think Seattle puts up at least double-digit points, and I think that that's enough to get us over 42-and-a-half. And you mentioned Christian McCaffrey. Shout-out to him, but shout-out to Eli Mitchell, too. Oh, yeah, who, very talented. Who was the guy oh, yeah. and got hurt mm-hmm. and then lost his position while he was hurt and came back and is showing like he's taking reps away from Christian McCaffrey. He's still so good. So shout out to him. I'm with you. He's taking reps. The... He's taking reps away from the wide receivers because McCaffrey will just go line up out in the uh, in the uh, <laughs> out in the out in the slot, Fair right? Enough. And he'll get more attention than any of the second, third, fourth string wide receivers would, besides Debo Samuel, right? So that you know. Well, and don't don't and don't disrespect Brandon and Luke. And you still got George Kittle, like well, they are. And Dang. The, possibly the best fullback in the league, uh, maybe between him and yours, Juszczyk uh, and, and Ricard. Well, I'll give it to Juszczyk because he started with us and then got that big check out there. So, yes. He's a but little yeah, bit more multifaceted. Juszczyk is a little more multifaceted. He got hands yes. like a receiver. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. I'm, I'm thinking the Niners, but I'm thinking it's going to be just a little closer. I'm thinking it's maybe a seven, eight point game. Okay. But it's—I don't think there's ever any doubt. So I'm going to take the under, uh, but but not by much. Um, but the over under the 42 and a half—I'll I'll go over on that. So you're going to take Seattle in the points, and you're going to take the over. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Ray. We'll take but Seattle. 
Seattle's going to Seattle's going to this is going to be their um their advertisement to the world as because next year Seattle can be really scary. All right, we both have the over. So make sure you take the under and uh <laughs> you can flip a coin to see what you want to do uh, cuz well, I got the Niners and Ray has uh Seattle. Let me just tell you Ray Ray got on fire uh what as we were building up uh during the seasons here. So we'll see what happens uh, if them picks are indeed cash. Let's move along. By the to... way, yes, all sir. the listeners, how was your Christmas that PC Tony paid for, apparently? What do you mean I paid for? Well, remember, you were trying to, you said, use your picks to make lots of money to pay for the oh, Christmas. Oh, yeah. Well, I told them they did. They had to figure out the code, though, whether they were supposed to bet with me or against me. So, <laughs> yeah, relax, man. Relax. Okay, some kids got, got some kids some kids got cold. What are you gonna do? They were they were naughty. Elf on a shelf. Yeah. Fuck them little brats. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Chargers heading to Florida to take on the Jaguars. Are you surprised the Jags ended up winning that division? I mean, Tennessee and India have just been so disappointing over the last couple seasons now, with plenty of talent on both of those teams. Not surprised one bit because both you and I had multiple concerns about Ryan Tannehill as a quarterback. And I don't think he's played bad, but he hasn't he didn't play well enough to be the best quarterback in the division that he needed to be for the team to be good. And then he got hurt and Malik Willis, who has a lot of potential, can't hit the bras out of a barn. Yeah, yet. he's just not so ready. Like, well the problem no, too for Tannehill and that Tennessee team is they took away his targets. I mean Julio That's wasn't true. doing great down there, but he was somebody. Um, and and then of course, you know, AJ Brown heading to Philadelphia has made a gigantic one difference. of the worst yeah. trades in recent memory. But it's god awful. Good for the Jaguars. I mean, mm-hmm. I I Doug Peterson, I'm not a bad. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm kind of a fan. Uh, backup Brett Favre, backed up uh, Steve Young. I think I don't know. I don't think Montana. Um, Super Bowl Super Bowl head coach. Yeah, win it and win it, and Philly goes down there and get, brings this franchise to the playoffs. They're two point underdogs at home against the San Diego Chargers. Who, if you look at the, if you lined it up talent wise on paper, San Diego, or sorry, San Diego, L.A., the L.A. Chargers. I, I don't apologize, but I will correct myself. The L.A. Chargers. <laughs> they they look like they're as good and as talented as any team in the NFL. I mean, you talk about mm-hmm. Justin Herbert. The, the weapons he has in Eckler, the receivers, Williams and Keenan Allen and Palmer. And then on the other side of the ball, you got guys like Bosa and Mack and Derwin James. I mean, at every level. J.C. Jackson. Yeah, at every level of the defense and, and all yeah. the skill positions on offense, you have some of the talented, most talented people, you know. Um, don't lose the game there in L.A. Uh, head coach. What's their coach's name again? I can't remember. Um, Brandon Staley. Yes, Sean Payton would love to coach Justin Herbert, but I think that the Chargers are favored on the road here for a reason, Ray, and I, I like them to – I know that they lost that game 38-10 to in this early in the season, but Herbert was coming off of a rib injury and wasn't playing really mm-hmm. good. I think they're playing a different team now. So mm-hmm. I'll take the Chargers, and, and uh, it it's never great to bet on a road team in the playoffs, but I think here – is one of those opportunities to do it. I'll I'll give two points on the road, and I, I think that defense shows up. I think it's a rough goal for Trevor Lawrence in his first playoff game. Give me the under 
47 and a half. Well, the Chargers are the better team on paper and on the field. Now, you have we have to give all credit where credit is due. Trevor Lawrence may have been may be statistically the best quarterback of the past four, five, six weeks. He's been amazing down the stretch. Great improvements. Give him all credit in the world. And shout out to Zay Jones and Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram and Travis Etienne. Etienne. Like they're really Ooh. earning their money because all four of those guys, well, Etienne was a draft pick, but those other three guys I mentioned got paid big money to come to the team. And so they 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 really worked out. My one concern about the Chargers is when the Ravens lost to Cincinnati, they were guaranteed the fifth spot. And they played all their players. And Mike Williams got hurt. And Joey Bosa got hurt. Williams is supposed That's to play. That's a concern to me. Williams is supposed to play, and I haven't heard anything about Bosa, so I don't think that he is going to be um, un- unlikely to play. I think they're both going to be playing. Williams, I don't know how well... Um, he could end up doing, I know he is banged up, but I haven't heard anything about Bosa not being ready to go in that game. So, but that's just, that's just, that's just, that you just living dangerously. Um, Mike Williams, Mike Williams is a difference maker for that team. He's not a superstar receiver, but he's a difference maker for that squad. But Joey Bosa is top three ends in the game. Oh yeah. I mean, he, yeah, you, 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 when you talk about some of the most difference making defensive players especially you know in the trenches he's he's yeah. right he's right up at the top or in a handful uh with with a few others as well who, who do you like here ray i like the chargers okay you're gonna um, get, you're gonna with t- respect get, to the jags and how well they played gonna give the i like points. the chargers All right. and and going back to the shot the schadenheimer days with uh lt and drew Brees oh, and all those Gates. guys the the chargers always play better on the road. It's the wildest thing, but they are not a good home team. So this actually may be the best course of action for you, them. What Over, under? 47 and a half. I think that's a tough one. You know, the other thing they have going for them is Marty Schottenheimer isn't coaching them right now. So. <laughs> yes, but I mean, we may have the new Marty Schottenheimer and, and Brandon Staley because we'll he's see. not much better. We'll see. Um Boy, Everything I would, in I would, me says over because these yeah. quarterbacks are probably going to put up fireworks. Okay, but I'm going to go. That's going to go. All right, that, folks, we we have a pick for you. We don't know which side you need to go on, but there's a two-team parlay in this game because Ray and I are both taking the Chargers minus two, and we're both taking under 47 and a half. Real quick. Yes, sir. Right now. Right now. Brett, all the players. There's a fantasy draft. And you have to pick for the next ten years, Trevor Lawrence or Justin Herbert. Who are you taking? Justin Herbert. Next ten years. Yeah. Okay. You? Okay. I may pick Lawrence only because Justin Herbert has already hit his peak, I think. Lawrence hasn't <sighs> even shown how good he could be. We'll see. We'll see. I would love to see Sean Payton end up coaching Justin Herbert because I think that would be some ridiculousness. Uh, that's the that's the perfect opportunity for him unless Kyler Murray can come back healthy. I'm not a Kyler Murray guy. I don't know. I think he's too small, and I don't think he goes through his progressions past two well enough in difficult situations. That's just me. No, that I mean that's those are valid. Those are valid criticisms, and he got like seven receivers down there that can catch. So, yeah, you might want to look past two people. 
I mean, when you got Hollywood and you got DeAndre and, you know, other people over there. Oh, uh, Rond- Rondell Moore. Uh, Zach Ertz, AJ yeah. Green. Borch, Robbie Anderson Dorch. was his sixth receiver. Yeah. Robbie <laughs> Anderson, who caught 70 catches Robbie Anderson can fly, dude. Robbie Anderson can fly. <laughs> All right. Those are your Saturday evening games. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about Sunday on the super-duper wildcard weekend playoff edition here. Chair Shot NFL, Chair Shot Radio Network, thechairshot.com. If we do not return, avenge our death. This is your boy Kenny Killer telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Welcome back, PC Tunney and Ray Cash with you here on Chair Shot NFL. Make sure you go ahead and follow us at Chairshot. NFL. We are previewing the super duper wild card weekend here. Three days of games, six games spread out over three days. Ray, yes. Are you games, ready? Football. Are, yes. He <laughs> picks skin, oblonged, air filled bladder. Dolphins at Bills. Before we get into it, Damar Hamlin released from yeah. the hospital. At his apartment in Buffalo, recovering. Good for him. In all honesty, I think when it's all said and done, when they figure out why what happened happened, we're going to look back and think, boy, this it happened to this guy in the perfect place to be besides laying in a hospital around a staff of, of doctors and nurses. Because the plan that the NFL has for what specifically just happened is immensely thought out and well put together with a lot of people who cohesively and effectively did their job without panic to the fullest effect they could. And that's why he's still alive. So I think we're going to figure out in the long run that he was luckier than he was unlucky that day. If in fact there was some kind of condition and this was going to be happening, because Ray, thank God he's okay. Yeah, man, that was scary. That's that's one of the, uh, both of you. Both you and I are old enough to remember, like Eric Legrand or uh, Ryan Shazier, or a lot of other people who have been paralyzed or severely injured on the on the field. Hell, uh, you may be old enough to have watched. Uh, Joe Theismann when that happened because I know that was like late 80s, early 90s. That's a Dave thing. So, well, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't in the 60s or 70s or. 80s, I remember right? the guy. <laughs> I I remember the guy from the Lions who um ended up being paralyzed and was down on the field, and I think that was in the earlier 90s. Um, I I didn't even know this. Um, and I I'm I'm forgetting his name, and what a horrible time to forget it, but. Was it Chuck Hughes or Chuck Hayes died on the field in like the fifties or sixties or something like 71. that? 71. Was it 71? Okay. Yeah. Like that's insane. They finished that game. Different time. I and understand. So, no, I get it. They might not have known yes. either. They might have thought, oh, he'll be fine. He's in the ambulance, you know, and then they find out afterwards. I don't know. Well, this is, so I know we're talking football here and we're going to get to the game, but just on a quick tangent where 
our website is definitely for sports entertainment and sports entertainment, but being that we're in the wrestling world, we've seen stuff like this happen regularly. Owen Hart. Sure. God God forbid and God bless him and what happened to him, but they carried on because that's the adage of entertainment. But I'm happy we had the wherewithal to say this shit is not as important as this kid's life. And more, not more importantly, but just as important, it is almost inhumane to force these men who are literally crying, shaken up, and can't think about anything else other than their brother's livelihood. Because I'm not a doctor, I'm not a nurse, but I've been in, I've been in enough medical situations, and I was I was gonna be a doctor to a certain extent in my life, like late age in my life. Well, I know enough to know. Ladies and gentlemen, and everybody else, that man died on the field. They brought him back. When they had to resuscitate him and give him CPR and to use the AED, if there's ever the need for an AED, that means someone's heart has stopped. They brought him back. So, like, that football wasn't important anymore. It reminds me, to for another um, analogy or tangent, when Jerry Lawler, he had the match with Ziggler, Oh, yeah. And then he had he, went back he had to commentary and had yeah, I remember yeah. that too. And and Lawler even came out on Twitter and said this looks really familiar, because remember Ziggler hit him with the heart stopper, the elbows, and but for him it was delayed. With my man Hamlin, it was instantaneous, and was to see him just fall out like that, that was scarier than Tua. Well, I think the thing that <clears throat> honestly we we haven't brought up that is the most similar comparison is the Swedish soccer player um, in the Euros. Mm. I can't remember his name, but he did the same thing happened to him on the yep. field. And they had to, they had to give him CPR and bring him back and everything. So yeah, we're this just is happy a good time. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, to remember that these people, men, women, however they identify, but these these athletes are people first. Right, right. Human beings. Yes, they make all this money, and they're on TV, and they have access to all these things, and we look at them almost as gods among men, whatever. But man, that dude got a mama just like you and me. Sure. That dude got a sister and a brother <laughs> just like you and me. You know, and he breathed, he bleed just like you and me, and he almost stopped breathing. Yeah, well he did. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and thank God that the the best the the dopest thing was when he woke up. The first yeah. thing he said was, "Did we win?" Did yeah. That's what gangsta at, shit, bro. Yeah, no, the doctor said you won at the game of life tomorrow. <laughs> Just literally that story. That, yeah. And then Naeem Hines runs the damn right. first kickback. Three years. That's three movie months, stuff, yeah. bro. All right, let's get to the game. Dolphins yes. on their third string quarterback, I ain't basically. Just about this game, bro. Yeah, at the Bills. Well, there is something to talk about. Let me just run this through because there is some one thing to talk about specifically having to do with you. I think you know where I'm going with. I think you know where I'm going to end up going with here. But Tua is out. It's already been said. Done. Teddy Bridgewater likely not going to play either. So we're looking at what Skylar Thompson, I believe is his name. Skylar Thompson, yes, sir. So he's going to start this game and... The Dolphins haven't been the Dolphins from early in the year since Tua has just been not doing well uh, with the concussions and the back and everything else. So he's out. They're traveling to Buffalo. Buffalo is on this high that we just talked about. 
Spreads 13, over-unders 43.5. I'm just going to give my pick, and then I'm going to ask you one question. My pick, I'm taking the Bills, minus 13.5, and and I'm going to go over 43.5 because I think the Bills might score more than 43.5. Ray. (laughs) Yes, sir. Is this going to be one of the few times in NFL betting line history, point spread history, where you yes, will sir. say that the 13-point spread is not disrespectful. No, it's disrespectful because it should be more. <laughs> okay, 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 it okay. It should be more. The Bills are going to mollywop these dudes, and I'm sorry. I feel bad for them because Miami had a hell of a season, and the way they played for the majority of the season, they deserved to make the playoffs. I don't know what happened, how it, you know, just what the Steelers and the Patriots had their chances, whatever. But my God, of all the teams they could have played, <laughs> and you and I bet I bet money, bet money, Damar Hamilton will be at the game. We'll if see. that dude walks out I, on the field, it's over, bro. I say the conference championship game. I don't know if he's good enough to be at a. Well, they can't because listen. Def- here's the thing, they doctor hasn't even allowed um, anybody to come visit him. And when he's good, discharged, released to go home, he's I, he's been told he's not supposed to take visitors for a certain amount of time during recovery. You may be right because he is home. It was announced today he that he's home. But you're right. I, you're absolutely right. And I didn't even think about that. But the reason I say this game, they could live stream because, him, live stream him before the kickoff up on the some plate. kind of way. He's going to be like he comes up and it's like you, Bills Mafia. Let's go. You something. Know? You say conference championship, but. If the Chiefs make it, they're number one. They'll be on the road. Wouldn't be the same you, thing. It's you, gotta happen in Orchard Park. I'll just say this before you give your pick: uh, if they make it you to the Super, if they make it to the Super Bowl, dude's gonna want to fucking play. That's kind of warrior he is. He'd be like, yeah, "Yo, yes. I'm good. I'm good. I'm playing. Let's go." <laughs> I can't. I can't. Put his ass on kickoff and just make sure nobody yeah, touches him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you're taking the Bills minus thirteen and a half. What about over and under? You're, look, you're right. It may be 42, 45 to 3 or something like that. Yes. Over? I, okay. If I can say one actual piece of analysis, this will be the, this will be, this will prove whether or not all of the money that the, that the Dolphins have spent on their defense was worth it. Because this is a game where your defense got to get keep you in the game. And the Dolphins have a very good defense on paper. So was it worth Bradley Trubb do the second round pick? Was that worth it? Xavier and Howard got that big ass contract. Was right. it worth it? Yeah. This is where we figure that out. I think we're gonna figure out that Buffalo is gonna be really hard to beat this in this playoff run. Um, so you're going over as well? You said right? Over? Oh yeah. They might as well put me and you out there, big dog, because we, <laughs> we'll do better than <laughs> I, man. I'll be the quarterback, you be the receiver, because I'm better than Skylar Thompson, and you'll uh, something, dog. It's it's gonna be bad. <laughs> well, Raheem Mostert is out likely as well too, so that's not helpful. Oh, me. even worse. And you know they don't throw nobody else but the but uh but uh Waddle and Ty- Tyreek Hill. Mike Gusecki has got great hands. They forgot he plays for the team. He's not thrilled with his role this year in that offense. Let's move along. Interesting game here, New York Giants. Taking on the Vikings in Minnesota. These two played 
Thanksgiving weekend, I believe, in an overtime game. That was a really crazy Vikings win. The Giants should have won that game. You got the typical home spread. Vikings minus three is basically a pick em. This is basically saying the Vikings are at home. We think these teams are even over under 48. I like the Giants and the under. I really do. I think you're going to find out that all them under seven-point victories in a row, I think it was 10 or 11. They won 10 or 11 games in a row by less than a touchdown. Um this year, I think you're going to find out that the Vikings aren't quite as good as their record says and that the Giants might be a really good team moving forward here. Brian Dable is an excellent head coach and Saquon's back and healthy. So give me the Giants. I'm doing it again. I'm taking the road team. Give me the Giants plus the three under 48. So before I touch on this game, I, I have to. And I, I'm not this type of dude, but I, I am right now. I have to say to my good brother, PC Tenney. Uh-oh. I told you so about these Giants. You didn't believe uh, me. I know. It was a Packers thing. I, 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 the beginning of the season, I told you the Giants were going to be much improved. I don't I told think, you Danny Jones I don't think they're world. I don't think they're world beaters, and I didn't say they're going to the Super Bowl anytime soon. I just said they could be a playoff team to come, and they're going to beat the Vikings, who are paper champions. So... You know, I get it. Yeah, I was wrong, but, but. I am I am very happy for Daniel Jones, though, because he's always had a lot of talent and it's a good quarterback. But yeah, he struggled his whole life, you know, went to Duke. Um, this is, <laughs> goddamn, <laughs> that's a struggle? I'm kidding, it was a joke. I was he had to pay to go to Duke. Well, oh, yeah, oh, I'm sure he still has outstanding student loans there, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, he's he's basically New Age Alex Smith in that people wrote Alex Smith off all those years, but once he got a stable environment, you showed he showed he was one of the twenty twenty five best quarterbacks in this league. Danny Jones is that guy with the bigger arm. Um, Saquon's back, but the Giants are are forever going to be flawed until they got a receiver that can actually. Until they have a game with the receiver that catches more than three catches in a game, they got to do something about that that vertical offense. OBJ back to the Giants next year because clearly he the dude ain't playing this year. I'm hoping that's likely is going to be the Giants. Yes, I'm hoping that Baltimore can sign OBJ if we don't trade for DeAndre the Hop. Um, because I, I think OBJ will fit perfect with Bateman on the Bateman as the X, OBJ as the Z. And have Duvernay as the Y, but we'll talk about the Ravens here in a second. I agree with you that the the Vikings are frauds. The Vikings are the most fraud thirteen and fourteen we've had in a good minute. I think however, they have. A, can I just say that before you get to your however though, because I yeah, think yeah. I like their head coach. I think he's solid. And it's another stat I heard oh, that O'Connor throw, is yeah, great. He's yeah. a really good coach. Um, five out of the ten first year head coaches with new teams made the playoffs. It's a fucking record. Never happened before. Amazing. Yeah. It's a great stat, actually. A sneaky stat of the day. That's 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 it. That's a great stat. Um. Oh, you got a drop for me? Well done. Um. But uh, but the Vikings are frauds. However, I think they're good enough to get this one game, and it's only because I don't think the Giants can score with the Vikings. The Vikings are going to give you 35. 
no questions asked. Are you and sure? The, they went to Lambeau and fucking they got they only scored they were literally lost forty one to three. Well, I mean, look, of the one game you would pick, yes, of course. And again, it's very recent though against a non playoff team. Just saying. Well, the non playoff team by the smallest of margins, yes. We both can acknowledge also that when they're motivated, the defense over down down there in Lambo, them boys can play. I, long story short, well, who you got? Everybody's everybody going with the Giants, and I understand why. Uh-huh. Ball you're, control, you're, you're taking the Vikings. Control the clock for 40, 45 minutes. I'm gonna t- take the Vikings in the sneaker, and I'm gonna. Oh, you're gonna hate me for this. So you're giving the three points. I'm pushing, baby. You can't. You gotta pick. There's no fucking okay, fence well, riding Vikings. here. Vikings, Vikings minus then. three. You going over or under? Uh, I'm gonna go over because, like I said, the, the Vikings score. I think it's going to be a three-point game, though. I think it's going to literally be a three-point game. Okay, if it's – hold on. I'm going to mark the tape right now, and if it's a, if the Vikings win by three points, I will play that soundbite that you just said that, okay? Y'all listening at home, right? Just like, want y'all to know your boy's a genius. Oh, okay, Rob. <laughs> That's right. He does have that trademark time. My bad. Okay. That's okay. Mind. I give him shit all the time because I have a fucking bronze calculator and he doesn't. <laughs> Let's get to the last game of Sunday. It's happening Sunday night. It's happening on NBC. <sighs> NBC has the most boring pre-show uh, crew, right? We've talked about this before. I mean, they're just dull. Too many. Well, and who is Chris Sims? Why is Chris Sims Sunday night football on on, uh, prime, on network primetime television? Because his daddy is Phil Sims. That's why. <laughs> you don't need a reason. There's got to be three dozen people better suited to be that person on that panel than somebody who, I don't even know if he threw a fucking touchdown in the NFL. He played for a few years. I guys. know, but he sucked. So, to your point, I think the studio should be Maria, back to Ronnie Harrison, and Jock Collinsworth. Because Jock and uh, and uh, Rodney got some really good chemistry. I love Tony Dungy, but he's just so so rigid and so respectful. And Jason Garrett, he ain't bad, but no. Yeah, and you're right. They, but all of them are good football people. The problem is... Do you want to have a good football show or you want to have an entertaining show? I'd love to have a good football show. I'd love to meet somewhere in the middle, to be honest with you. And speaking of meeting somewhere in the middle, (sighs) uh uh-oh, let's talk about your Ravens. Um, Huntley did not practice. Lamar Jackson ain't playing, period, end of story. Looks like it. Huntley did not practice, but Harbaugh said he's on – pace to play Anthony Brown otherwise undrafted free agent rookie with one start under his belt is your boy you all have averaged 13 points over the last however many games I don't think you guys have a chance in hell to beat the Bengals in Cincinnati tell me how you really feel okay I'm sorry you'd want you I'd want you to be just and you want me to be that honest with you and you know it and you know I'd want you to be the same way to tell me about Green Bay right I just I agree, don't yes. I don't see it happening. I just don't. Bengals are pissed the fuck off, right? 
They're not mad about they're they're happy about Demar. They're happy, but they're mad at the situation because if they could have won that game, they could have been the two seed, right? Which means that no, because Buffalo won. Oh, you're right. You're right. They they play Buffalo. I'm sorry. You're right. Right. Yes. They played them. They would have played them. They would have been. They would have had the same but Buffalo, record. Buffalo, but Buffalo is a, is a game ahead of them because Buffalo won their game. They would have had week 18. They would have no. They would have had the same record if Cincinnati would have beat them. And they would Cincinnati would have had the tiebreaker with the win against them because they only played each other once, being non non division. Damn it, Tony, stop making sense. Well, I I just <laughs> sometimes it sense is somewhere at the bottom of this beer, and it's coming soon. But let's put it this way: I I just don't believe in it. Joe Burrow uh-huh. at home with that team, they're healthy. Another excellent head coach, by the way. Eight and a half is the spread over under. Over or under, I think, is 40 and, and, 40 a, half. and a half. Yeah. I, pff, I'll i take the Bengals in the over, man. I'm sorry. I, no, and that's the, that's the good money is on that. So this is going to sound homerish, but I promise you it's not because I'm going to hit you with facts. The Bengals are by and large better than us right now. Even if Lamar and all if we were a completely healthy team, you could argue the Bengals were better. And I want to remind you, we went in there earlier this season, and we beat them. And, I don't know, different team, I get that, but it's still relevant. And I also want to remind you, this last game, we lost 27-16, to 16, and yes, we were thoroughly beat, but I want to remind you, we were playing with a dude who had just, who hadn't even been in the NFL at his first start, and Sammy Watkins had fumbled the ball, like, it was a much closer game than the score showed. Our defense is healthy. Calais Campbell will play again. Roquan just got that big-ass contract. All The majority of all the secondary is healthy. Marcus Peters will be playing. So we it will be a much closer game than you think. It's, gonna come, it's simply going to come down to can the Ravens score in the red zone. And even when Lamar was healthy, we couldn't do that. So only because of our red zone woes am I going to say I'm taking the Bengals. Okay. But this game will be are, are you a taking... three to four, five point game. So you, so you, betting wise, you're taking your team plus the eight and a half. No, betting wise, I'm taking the Bengals. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Stupid rants. Yes. Betting wise, I'm taking the Ravens. Yes. Over under 40 and a half. I'm, you, I'm going to under. Okay, well, whatever, fine. We're going to have a defensive battle. Be yes, diff- Joe Burrow is going diff- to have to earn be, it. Be another, but no, another sneaky stat is another sneaky stat is Joe Burrow is like the fourth most sacked quarterback in the NFL, and the Ravens have like the over the past six seven weeks something like the third most sacks of any team in the NFL. So if we can, if he's gonna, he cannot throw from his back. I don't care how good Jamar Chase is. I don't care how good T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd are. So if we can get to the quarterback, I really do think this is going to be a punch-you-in-the-mouth game. Shout-out to Joe Mixon. Shout-out to J.K. Dobbins. They're going to really have to earn this. We'll see what happens. Um, the slate. If, line... Snoop, if Snoop plays, if Tyler Huntley plays, if I knew for sure he was playing, I might have picked the Ravens. Square business. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Should be interesting. Another divisional matchup. We got a, we got a uh, couple of those, so that those should be extra interesting games. All right, Monday Night Football. We're gonna hit that when we come back. 
Chairshot NFL, PC Tunney, Ray Cash, Chairshot Radio Network. Don't forget ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Um, I'd love to do the Chuck Woolery. We'll be back in two and two, but it's not going to be two minutes and two seconds. It's going to be less than that. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Super duper wild card weekend preview right here, ChairShot NFL. You can follow us at ChairShot NFL. PC Tony, Ray you Cash. You got about it? Right, what's that? You got to think about it? No, I was just, just pausing for effect. Oh, my bad. Okay. Continue. And PC Tony. Ray Cash, back with the ChairShot NFL podcast, only on the ChairShot.com. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm getting, like, Shatnerized by Ray. <laughs> Make sure you check out the ChairShot.com. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the head movements, too. <laughs> Monday Night Football. I'm going to watch this game with Peyton and Eli. I'll tell you that right now. I've already decided. Okay. I personally checked to see. I enjoy those guys. I enjoy when they have guests on, especially like if it's not a Packer game and I'm like really thinking they have a chance of winning the Super Bowl. That wasn't this year for me, so I've had a pretty relaxed <laughs> season. Uh, but I just like that banter with them. I'm so surprised that those two can't figure out how to fucking throw it to a break, though. So disappointed in them. As I'm like, really, no one could just be like, hey, when I tell you we're about to go to a break, you got about 10 seconds to throw it to a break. No, you can't do that? No. No, but you can read 11 guys on the other side of the fucking field in the formation that they fucking show up in and tell me every which way they're going to step. But you can't Omaha yourself into a break. Eh. The one thing that bothers me. I'm glad you said that. That's the that's the only problem I have with these watch-alongs is they need a host, someone to defer to, to kind of at the end. Yes. Yeah. When you get the beep, you, they, you get the beep, and you got 10 seconds, and then we got to have this guy do the rubber bumper bumpers. Yeah. 100. percent Either that or Peyton and Eli got to be in the same place. They can't. We can't do the split screen. Yeah, that'll never happen. I think they're well, good yes. where they are. You could. Definitely throw in some younger network talent to take you in and out of breaks. I agree. All right. Cowboys, Buccaneers. If I if you had to pick out of all the games to put on Monday night, because clearly it's the you know, most eyeballed night here with everything. It's the only game that day. It's in prime time during the week. Would you have picked that game out of the out of the what what do we got six games here? Would the, is that the one you would have put on Monday night, or would Brother. you? Because there's only one other game in consideration for me. Brother, if you would have told me before the season if I could pick any two teams to play on the Monday night game of the playoffs for for the purpose of ratings, this would be the game. It's pretty good. The most popular team and the most popular player. Sure. Yes. The only other game would have been the Bills game. Yeah, or... but it's only if two was healthy. It's no. not even the same. Yeah, I suppose. That's a good that's a good Kickstarter for Sunday to kind of lead up with that and everything else. 
But I'll tell you, it would have been Bengals Ravens if Lamar had been healthy all year and it was like the battle for the MVP versus Lamar and Joe Burrow. That could have been it's very possible. worthy. Yeah. All right, let's talk football here Monday night. The Bucks two and a half point dogs at home. Cowboys are favored by two and a half, over under 45 and a half. I, I don't believe in Mike McCarthy. I haven't believed in Mike mm. McCarthy since a couple years after he won a Super Bowl in Green Bay. Shocking. I, I just realized he would never win a Super Bowl, and I was like, we just need to get rid of this guy, and he's continued to prove me right. He can't game manage, and that's a big fucking problem, and, you know, can't keep track of timeouts, can't fucking keep track of time on the clock. You know, it's just it's a problem. It's something that shouldn't happen. For somebody that's at that level with the success he's had. He was right yep. when he came out and told everybody he's an elite NFL coach. At that point, yeah, very much so. But you have to evolve, and he's not. And their offensive coordinator, man, let me tell you, if they lose this game, is going to be their head coach because he's taking interviews. And if I'm Jerry Jones, I'm not losing fucking Kellen uh, Moore just to have old Mike McCarthy, you know, around. To say that, you know, I'm still in charge and I have this passive coach. So basically you're saying they should do the same thing they did with Parcells and Jason Garrett. Get rid of the old guy for the young for the young offensive coordinator. Yeah, but like Moore and McCarthy aren't connected like Garrett and Parcells were. That's fair. That's fair. But Kevin Moore is going, I think he gets the Carolina job. Makes we'll much sense. He we'll played see. there. We'll see. I, I'm, I'm taking the box. I'm taking Tom Brady. I'm, I'm, there's no way. I pick between it's Tom Brady versus Mike McCarthy, and Dak Prescott is allergic to not throwing an interception for about seven, eight weeks now. So I think you you got you got the all-time greatest quarterback capitalizing off of turnovers at home. That's all I see. Give me Tampa Bay. It's been seven weeks in a row Dak has thrown at least one interception. I'll take Tampa Bay. I'll take the two and a half points in case Dallas squeaks it out or something. Give me the over. There should be points scored here. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. Here we go. On paper. On paper. The Cowboys should win by two touchdowns. But. Well, number one, you know, you never run off Tom Brady. Number one. Number two, yes, there is the concern of the number of turnovers that Dak is giving. However, the Buccaneers' defense isn't good enough to capitalize on such said turnovers right now. Whereas on the other end, and I'm not, I'm not going to be the ageist like a lot of people in the media, where Tom Brady's 45 and this and that. But a 45-year-old dude with that pores of a line against that great of a pass rusher, it Michael Parsons may have three sacks. Monday night. Do, do you know that Brady set the NFL record for most completions in a season this year? I'm not surprised. Cause, but with respect, with respect, and I'm a bit, I'm as big a Leonard Fournette guy as they, as they come. I, I knew when I saw that kid rush the first time at LSU his freshman year, I knew he'd be a superstar. They have no running game. They Brady has to throw the ball 45 to 50 times a game. You get playoff to be Lenny. competitive. You get playoff Lenny. Yeah, but playoff Lenny isn't 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 I formation single back Lenny anymore. He's play action, you know, like dive and curl Lenny now. Like you know, 
So he's he's turned into more of a Marshall Falk back now than he used to be the bruiser. Not him no more. And that's okay. You evolve evolve as you get older. But in terms of just the in terms of the, the run game to chew clock and, I, and move right. and move the chains, they don't no, exist for them I, they're, anymore. They're not set up to make a run whatsoever, but they're good enough and talented enough to beat the Cowboys at home. Coached by Mike Are McCarthy. They, though? Yes, I'm telling Do you, you right think now. That I'm telling you right now. Yes. Is good is good yes. enough yes. to yes. Michael Parsons. Yes. yes. Trayvon Diggs. They're all, all on the Cowboys. These guys are you think okay. I I, I I don't I will I've learned the hard way. Mind you, I'm a Ravens fan. There's only been only one team has played that dude harder than us, and that's the Colts. We we have we have had some knockdown dragouts. I have learned the hard way. You don't ride that dude off, bro. So I understand that he could be 70, and I'd still be like, yeah, maybe. But the Cowboys' defense is too good. All right. In my opinion. Put your money where your mouth is. Who you got? Well, I got the, I got the buck. No, yeah, I was waiting for that shit. That would be hilarious, right? Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. No, I got I got the boys, man. Right. I got the boys. I, th- look, if there's ever a time for Dak Pre- for for the for Rain Dakota Prescott to show his medal, this will be the game. I would imagine you're going over then. You talk about all these points gonna, that Dallas is going to put up because Tampa Bay's defense is bad. You know Tom's going to put up at least fourteen to seventeen on a bad day. So I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go under because I'm gonna say it's gonna be something like 24, 17, 24, okay, 14. All right, those are our picks, folks. Let me recap it for you. Ray has Seattle uh, plus the nine and a half, and he'll take the over there. He's got the Chargers minus two. He'll take the under. He's got the Bills minus thirteen and a half. In the over, he's got the Vikings minus three in the over. He's got the Ravens plus eight and a half in the under, and he'll take the Cowboys on Monday night minus two and a half in the under. I got the Niners minus nine and a half in the over. The Chargers minus two in the under. Bills minus thirteen and a half in the over. Giants plus three in the under. Bengals minus eight and a half in the over. And give me the Buccaneers, Tommy Boy, plus two and a half, and I'll take the over in that game. Ray. Yes, sir. I got the Chiefs and the Eagles in the Super Bowl. How about you? We didn't even talk about them today. We'll talk about them next week. But, yeah, I mean, we can talk about the MVP uh, conversation next week, too, as those two teams get it. Because it's between the two of them. That's a good conversation. Between the two of them. So that will be a good one next week, a little preview on what's going to happen for the divisional round chair shot NFL preview. I'm with you. I have the Eagles. I just, there's just no team in the NFC that can. You touch got my Bills. Things. You got Bills. Eagles. Bills. Right. I got the Bills. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, can I ask you one more question? But it's not. It's football related, but not pro. Yeah. Um, for those of you listening, I'm imagining if if you're if you're listening to Chairside NFL, then you I'm sure you keep some level of ear to the ground. With college football, we just had the college football championship, and them dogs, Georgia, mm. like, I mean, they, murder isn't the word. 55 unanswered. Yes, against TCU. That's the biggest, I think that's the most easiest, quickest way to put that game into perspective, is that, just to let you know, Georgia finished the game on a 55 to nothing run. Jesus fucking Christ. 
So my question is to you. <laughs> yes, sir. Did that game put back mid-majors like TCU? Did it hurt them? They're not mid-major. They're out of the Big 12. I know they are, but the perception eh. is no. they're not no. one of the no, main, because not one of the teams that does it, this. Every it's year. a it's a team of destiny kind of a, a newcomer to the fold uh, having a bad night thing because if you look at the circular representation of playing other teams, mm-hmm. especially the four that are in there, well, mm-hmm. Ohio State gave Georgia a game where they almost lost basically down to the end. Mm-hmm. Michigan beat Ohio State, who gave Georgia that game. And TCU beat Michigan, who beat Ohio State, who gave Georgia that Mildly game. Mildly walking Michigan, by the way. No, that was 51-45. What is it? I thought the it was a much TC- No, game. the TCU-Michigan game was 51-45. That was an excellent. Okay. The, first two, the first two games in the college, this, if they would have got a, 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 an excellent college championship game, that might have been the greatest college football playoff ever with the four teams because those two semis were excellent, in my opinion. Um, okay. But nonetheless, I, that's I remember where I'm a at. few. Years, I remember a few years ago, I say a few, it was longer than that, when Cole Brennan was with Hawaii and they made it to the Fiesta Bowl because they were undefeated, and they thoroughly got their ass whooped. Oh, People yeah. People were like, well, see, they shouldn't have been in the Fiesta Bowl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that you know, and I, and I always get, I always think about that with his teams that aren't of that ilk, that aren't usually at that level, because college football, much like college basketball, is very much a blue blood esque, um, legacy esque thing. That's the reason why Alabama, even though they had two losses, was the fifth team. Sure. And the, you know, and um, although their losses were both last minute losses, but still, um, just curious because I really hate to see. T, uh, TCU and right and right-handed Tebow. I love that nickname. Oh, Max Duggan is right-handed. Max Duggan, Duggan, whatever. Oh, but yeah, but I'd hate to. Oh, I'd hate. I'd hate to see them go back into the great nothingness. No, I. Did you know that um, Lincoln Riley's brother is TCU's play caller, offensive coordinator? Did not. No. Yeah. Hmm. Well, so yeah. it's in the family. Okay. There you go. There you go. Any thoughts? Shout out to the dogs. He, any thoughts heading into this weekend for you, um, besides Ravens wise, and you know, hunkering down for that game Sunday night, football wise? Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm okay. I'm. T- I'll tell you this. I'm looking at three people. Three people got. Three people have the ability to, to show the world and make a lot of fucking money. Geno Smith, Trevor Lawrence, and Danny Jones. Right. Those and of course we know. Dak Prescott got the most pressure of anybody. Those three I just named have the chance to not only raise their value because Danny Jones is a free agent, but raise how they're perceived. And that's big because the Jaguars can run the the AFC South for the next five years if they play this right. The Seahawks, (laughs) Jamal Adams been hurt all year. They got a chance to really be good. You still got those ends, Tyler Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, right? And you got the young stud now, Kenneth Walker. And if you get just a receiver, two, perfect, but just one, with that line, with that run game, and with that coach, the Giants can be dangerous at a, at a time where the Cowboys are teetering. And, I mean, the Eagles are great, but you're seven teams in the playoffs. So I'm looking for those three quarterbacks to see what they do. I'm just hoping for six really good games this weekend. Uh, we're all happy DeMar Hamlin is doing well and is, is, yes. is he's home. 
he's at home now. So that's that's just a that's one of the biggest steps is you get to go home. And shout out to Peyton Hillis. Yes. Who sacrificed himself yes. to save his kids in the student ICU. Yeah. Get well soon, my brother. He's dealing with kidney and, and, and uh, liver damage, I believe it is. So we'll see what happens there. Hopefully he'll he'll be doing well. Let's focus all that positive energy there. So Ray, let everybody know what's going on. I I, I think you got something else big. Oh, no, well well we'll leave, we'll 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 see. That could be a surprise. We won't bring that up. I, I'm sorry, horse uh, cart in front of the horse there. But what's going on with Ray Cash? Let everybody know where they can find you. I love how he just he. I caught myself. Tony thinks so highly of me. I caught that, myself. That like if I do a podcast, he's like, oh my god, podcast happening. With, uh, Outsiders Edge is coming back. That was the secret. I, this week, next week, sometime. When when you got an old 75-year-old maniac sexual abuser running and, and changing everything, then you got to get, they put the bat signal up, and with respect to Platt, me and Kyle answered. So sure. we coming. All right. All right. Can't wait to hear yes. that one. Tell everybody where they can it's, find you. It's Ray Cash, R-A-Y as Mysterio, C-A-S-H as in dollars. And, uh, yeah, man, I'd be doing hood rat stuff for my hood rat friends, a.k.a. Vespa Tunny. Oh, man, I suppose so. All or right. Or PC Vespa. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's it's a moped PC. I don't know what it is. It's something like that. We'll, we'll figure it out. But until then, send your hate mail to at the real C Platt. And it's me, TPP. Until then, That's follow. They want it. Yeah. Until then, you can follow me at PC Tony. You follow the show at Chairshot NFL, Chairshot Radio Network, thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.